Hi everybody and welcome back to Phil at the Movies. I'm your host, Phil Walsh, and you're listening to episode number 74 of this ongoing podcast series that is, you guessed it, for the love of movies. And today a little bit change of, of pace, no movies to review or, or discuss for that matter on this particular episode. This is more of a smorgasbord event. Uh, a, a kind of where we're going over the next few weeks. Thought it'd be a good opportunity to uh, to play uh, to play catch up since we're at a point in transition between seasons. Uh, we're in the last few days of summer, but there is a a crispness in the uh, in the air. And even though it's 96 degrees where I am right now, uh, you can see the uh, the change in the leaves ever so slightly. And I have had uh, a few pumpkin uh, coffees at this point, so uh, I'm already uh, getting ready for my favorite season and, and my favorite time of year, which is which is autumn and, and Halloween time. So that is really the, the start of where uh, I want to begin today's show. But I, I am going to sort of tease out that I'm going to save the last bit uh, for a special comment uh, on... On a topic that has been making the rounds online, on, on various social media channels, and is uh, certainly generating some discussion and a little controversy. Um, I, again, I'm not going to uh, reveal it right now. Can I wait till the, the end? You have to keep uh, keep you in suspense. But uh, I, I have some thoughts on this uh, this current. Uh, I don't want to even call it a trend, but just a a, a series of discussions that have been uh, you know, gaining traction from two loud voices online. But uh, again, save that for for the end. Uh, starting off, want to sort of look at where we're going over the next few weeks. And as you probably have guessed on this show, I am a big fan of not only the Halloween movies, but of the entire season. Fall, autumn, it's my favorite time of year. Uh, this is really when uh, I, I feel, uh, you know, the best. It's just, it's perfect. You know, it's, it's that in-between where it's not too cold, it's not too warm. Everything uh, everything is just right, so to speak. And so I thought, as last year, I spent each week leading up to the, to the release of Halloween Ends, reviewing every film in the Halloween franchise, I thought this would be a good opportunity to spend the next few weeks discussing and reviewing a number of different horror movies and scary movies. And that's really kind of what I want to address with you today. So beginning next week, all the way through the end of October, each show will be focused on a particular scary movie. So it could be anything from Halloween H2O, to It Follows, to The Menu, to It Itself. Uh, lots of, of different thrills and, and chills will be uh, will be discussed and analyzed, reviewed. There's going to be a few guest uh, episodes as well, so I'm really looking forward to, uh, to sharing that with you. Again, really trying to uh, sort of, you know, shake things up for this time of year, and again, Last year was was all about Halloween for the entire time. This year, it's a little bit of everything. So, uh, you know, if you're not necessarily a fan of of the Halloween movies, but you do like scary movies in general, I, I can almost guarantee there'll be something 
for you. And, uh, you know, if you are one of those people who doesn't like scary movies, is not a fan of horror, then I send my 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 regrets and my sympathies right now. And, and I just say, if you can bear with me uh, just a few weeks uh, while uh, while we get through spooky season and back uh, once we get to November, we'll be back to regular programming as uh, as planned. But that is where things stand. So beginning next week, I'm going to sort of tee it off with... I'm going to tee it off next week uh, with a breakdown of my top ten favorite scary movies. This is my list. It's not meant to be objective. It's not meant to be uh, well. It's it's, uh, <laughs> it's meant you know. It's meant to be subjective. It's not meant to be uh, exhaustive or, or uh, uh, objective in, in any way. Uh, but uh, this is a good opportunity for a little a little interaction, a little uh, a little back and forth. So I put it to you. Listeners, let me know your favorite scary movies. What what is your favorite scary movie? To uh, to borrow the scream quote, uh, let me know. Uh, you can you can tweet me. You can email. You can find a way through the various social media channels to uh, to get in contact. But let me know. Uh, you know, give me your top five, your top ten, or or just your all time favorite scary movie. You can probably guess based on how many times I've mentioned it on this show what my number one film is. But uh, I think you know the, the other choice on the list may uh, may surprise you and may give a, a hint or two of where we're going over the next few weeks. So that is that is sort of the first little update uh, to share with you. Uh, look for that starting next week and, and continuing all the way through to the end of October. It is that time of year, my favorite time of the year, and I can't wait to start celebrating it with you here on the show. And on that note of scary movies, things that go bump in the night, uh, there is a new movie, actually, that uh, I'm, uh, I'm definitely putting on my must-watch list. Uh, it'll, be, uh, it'll be debuting next month. I believe it's going to be on Peacock, but I can't... Uh, no, I t- it's going to be on Hulu. Uh, thank God for, for technology. I can tell you that uh, right, in the, right on the spot. But it's called No One Will Save You. And the premise of the movie, it's sort of, the trailer is what hooked me. Because it, it starts off, you think it's going to be some kind of like a, somebody's in the house and, you know, a woman's alone, somebody's in the house kind of movie. But it's really playing with the convention and turning the whole premise on its head. So what starts is, is uh, this woman is home alone. She wakes up to hear a noise in her house, but then discovers that the intruders are not of not of planet Earth. So it's sort of like uh, the Quiet Place meets the movie Hush. And I don't know, just the trailer really, really intrigued me. And I'm going to include it in the show notes. Uh, looks like a, a, a fun, scary movie. Uh, to watch later uh, later this season, so definitely want to check that out if it is your cup of tea. But uh, again, this was not on my uh, on my radar. But uh, sometimes you have these little surprises uh, that uh, that uh, you know come out of nowhere, turn out to be uh, the best thing. And this is a case of the trailer really did a job at uh, at hooking me with this movie, and and now I can't wait to uh, to sit down and watch it next month. And on that note, kind of, you know, jumping all over the place about movies uh, that I am uh, looking forward to, I have uh, mentioned in the past, I think I did a, uh, a, a breakdown of my most anticipated films for the rest of the year, um, and, and one of them is the movie Poor Things. This stars Emma Stone and Mark Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe, 
And the best way I can describe this movie, it's it's sort of a uh, a futuristic, gothic inspired take on on Frankenstein. It it the premise of the movie it's this woman who is brought back to life by this scientist, and then in the process of coming back to life, she sort of discovers the world around her, discovers what it means to be human. And it just looks quirky, it looks fun, it looks charming, it looks engaging, and it premiered uh, over the weekend. It had its, uh, it's had its, uh, its, uh, its debut at the Venice Film Festival, and the reviews already are through the roof. Smashing praise for Emma Stone uh, in her role, uh, and just the inventiveness, the direction the visual imagination. I mean, this is another one. I'm going to include the the trailer in the show notes because this is one of those movies that I think it's going to be a, a strong contender come come Oscar Oscar season. It's already generating buzz just coming out of the film festival and uh, with with Emma Stone getting getting you know, singing praises for her for her role and then just sort of the. The imaginative nature of of the film and of the story, I, I think this is going to turn a lot of heads in the best possible way. But it it, it, it caught my eye from the moment I saw uh, the teaser back. Oh, feels like it was you know years ago at this point, but I think it was just back earlier in the summer. And again, with each uh, little bit that has come out since then, with the posters and the full trailer and now the early reviews. Uh, this looks like a, a really exciting movie, and I, I'm definitely looking forward to it when it releases later in December. All right, now that is a perfect segue to bring me to what I really wanted to talk about today, because as I said, this has been on the uh, on the docket. Uh, it's been making the rounds online, a lot of, a lot of chatter, so to speak. I, I do think it is overblown, and, and yeah, I could I could understand the argument. Okay, don't don't sort of you know put a spotlight on this. Let it let it uh, let it fade out and, and, and suffer in the darkness. But uh, it really speaks to something that that I feel very strongly about, which is the idea of censoring art and why that should never be on the table. And anybody who is talking about censoring art, restricting art, covering up art, frankly, should be taken to the hospital and, and given a CAT scan. Because once we start censoring, once we become the censored police, all bets are off. And, and art should never be something that is put in a proverbial box. And what I am speaking about is there has been some chatter online, and it has been gaining steam in, in recent months uh, over the use of sex scenes in movies. Okay, there we go. Boom. Sex scenes right there. There's there's the big topic. There's the big headline. And there has been a, a number of articles written. There's been a lot of, uh, of prolific tweets and posts and, and rants about how, oh, sex scenes are unnecessary for movies. They do nothing to advance the plot and it's just a complete waste of everyone's time and it's a destruction of of film and cinema, and and I would just say to all of that, stop. Stop it right now. Because the fact of the matter is, if we're talking about, you know, pornos or, or whatnot, you know, that, that's, a, that's a subject for another, another day. But sex scenes 
in movies, if they are ingrained in the story, if they're part of the narrative, there is nothing wrong with that. And, and more to that point, art is subjective. If you don't like something, don't watch it. Don't try to say, we need to stop having sex scenes in movies. We need to keep all of that uh, out of, of, of the theaters. That reminds me of The Hayes Code, which was instituted back in the late 30s, early 40s, which essentially restricted the amount of, of sex, violence, uh, etc. that could be shown in movies. And it, it was a, a crippling uh, artistic restriction that, that thankfully has, has gone by the wayside and is no longer a part of the, uh, uh, of the filmmaking process. But it, it, when I hear people say, oh, sex scenes are, are so out of place and they're inappropriate in a movie, I, I say, okay, first off, let go of your pearls, all right, and be mature about something. If you don't want to watch it, fine. Don't watch it. But just because you're offended by something does not give you the right to tell us all what we can or can't watch, or more importantly, tell the artists what they can or cannot create. The minute we start policing art, we sort of censoring art, you've destroyed it. Art is something that does not operate via a checklist. And I feel like there are certain uh, sort of, you know, loud uh, loud voices, so to speak. I do believe they're a minority of a minority, but these sort of loud voices that feel like, oh, oh, these these scenes in movies, they're, they're terrible, and why are they in these movies and films? Oh, they, they're so distracting and degrading, and it does nothing to, to service the plot. And just on that point, because it has received a lot of uh, I, I think sort of manufactured flack uh, in recent weeks. But in Oppenheimer, as an example, my favorite film of the year, I think arguably one of the greatest films made this century. And again, Christopher Nolan firing on, on all cylinders. You know my, my thoughts on it. Uh, but there is a scene uh, in the movie, there is a, there is a sex scene uh, between Killian uh, uh, Murphy, who plays Oppenheimer, and uh, Florence Pugh, who plays uh, uh, Gene Tatlock. And, again, if this was just a sex scene for, for sex scene's sake, uh, you know, maybe your argument might have a little bit of, of, of weight. But, but even then, like, to me, I, I believe in unrestricted art. So, like, you know, if you want a sex scene in a movie just to have a sex scene, I mean, have at it. Like, again, that's, that's the right of the artist. That's the right of the writer, of the director. Like, again, if, if everyone's on board, if everybody's in agreement, like, let him, let him, let him do it, um, so to speak. But in this particular case, the the, the scenes in in Oppenheimer, they aren't just in there for for shock value, as some uh, sort of paranoid and and uh, you know pearl clutching viewers uh, have opined on on uh, social media and, and the like. The scenes in Oppenheimer are there to serve a purpose. They're there to to serve the story. We're meant to get inside the head of Oppenheimer. We're meant to understand where his mindset was at. This woman who he's having uh, a relationship with in the film, he was having an affair with. You know, again, Oppenheimer was a womanizer. This is part of his story. This is part of part of his history. 
And more to the point, this wasn't done in a way like, oh, let's just have a sex scene because you know, we want to get an R rating. It was done in the service of a story. It was done to enhance the narrative, and in this particular case, put us, the viewer, inside the mind of Oppenheimer at where his headspace was at this particular time. And I would add further, when when Tatlock's character ultimately dies, as she does, uh, as she did in real life, it sort of adds more weight to to Oppenheimer and his story because we've seen him at that that vulnerable state we've seen him at his emotional uh, uh emotionally weakest moment and so i just say anyone that is sort of out there you know putting a thumbs down to to sex scenes in the movies poor things uh, as i as i mentioned uh, a few moments ago there are uh, I, I guess a number of sex scenes in the movie that's sort of a big part of the story about this character discovering their their sexuality and and their you know, sort of desire, you know, for for love and, and and human contact. Again, that's all part of the story. And if people are offended by that, if people don't want to see that in a movie, then my advice to you is, don't watch it. Turn away. I mean, you know, if, if you can't handle it, which I don't, you know, I think we can all be mature about it. You know, cover your eyes, but don't, for the love of God become the censored police and say, oh, we must not have these scenes in movies. Oh, what a travesty. What what a what a nightmare. I mean, that's how the Hayes Code started, because a, a small vocal minority got up in arms and, and started clutching, you know, the metaphorical pearls about how, oh, movies are having such a bad influence on, on society and we cannot have these horrible image and, 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 and uh, innuendos and, and, and whatnot. I, we don't want to go back down that way. The Hayes Code did nothing for creativity. It stifled artistic expression. Let people create. Let them do it in a safe constructive manner but let them create do not put any kind of restrictions or handicaps on the artist because the minute you do that you've automatically compromised a vision and, and it's again i i go back to this uh you know, sort of quote that i uh i have I've, I've read a number of times from the great george lucas and this actually you know doesn't have to do with sex scenes uh uh but he was sort of speaking as it related to criticism of his own Star Wars films and, and what he thought about it. And he said, look, critics and, and people can have their opinions. You know, it's sort of like painting a house and you paint the house white. And everybody else says, why did you do that? You should have painted it a greenhouse. You should have painted it a red house. You know, whatever. And he's like, that's fine. You may thought it should be, you know, thought it should be a red house or a greenhouse. I wanted to paint it this color. I made that choice. I don't see anything wrong with it. That was what I wanted to do. And so that's sort of how I look at this whole, you know, craze that's going on right now, where people are just sort of like either getting offended for you know offense sake or. You know, again, I, I don't know if people like are just realizing that you know sex scenes happen in movies. Like this is not a new phenomenon, but I guess you know everything old is is new again. But I, I just had to to say a few words on it because to me, as you know, someone who who considers himself uh, you know both a, a writer and an artist, I I, I feel very uh, passionate about the freedom of expression and the, being able to to create and and you know tell your story in, in any way possible and sort of like 
on that idea uh, of of horror films because you know you sort of you open the door with 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 sex scenes immediately people are going to stop saying oh why are there you know why is there so much violence on 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 in movies and TV oh this is horrible and what is this doing to to society and again I, I would just say either don't watch them turn away find something else to do but don't don't criticize something that you don't like and therefore feel like well because you don't like it everything uh, should be should be stopped because that first off that is part of life you're not always going to be right but particularly when it comes to art and expression you have to understand there's going to be a difference uh, of opinion like I said Someone may, may not like uh, sex scenes in a movie. I, uh, I disagree with that particular you know, viewpoint. But again, I have my opinion. They have theirs. But their whole situation is like, oh, we must you know, stop this and we must try to restrict art. I, I'm never going to advocate any kind of restriction on, on art. Let people express. Let people create. And, and let, in this case, let the story be told. And... and told by 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 the, by the canvas and by uh, by which the the artist the director the writer wants to uh, you know, to cultivate it but again just wanted to make a few brief comments on it because it has been making the rounds and and you know I can understand the argument oh don't give a spotlight to these people but I I, I really look at it very strongly about just this idea of trying to censor art and trying to restrict people's Creativity. Uh, there is nothing. There is nothing productive about that. That again, as I said, that reminds me of of the Hayes Code. We don't need to go down that road again. And as far as I can, uh, as far as I can, as far as I can say, whether a sex scene advances the plot, which certainly happens in a lot of movies, or it doesn't, ultimately it's a choice. It's put in there by the creator, by the artist. And if somebody watching it has a problem with that, again change the channel turn off the movie don't don't have a, a a metaphorical flip out just because you don't like something uh that is not uh, that is not cinema that is not art art should always be something that is controversial that is engaging that is thought-provoking that is that is titillating that is stimulating that is engaging and ultimately ultimately eliciting a discussion so i mean i guess at the end of the day i guess I, i'm i'm sort of glad these uh these uh, these little uh, bands of, of pearl clutchers are, are speaking their mind because it gives an opportunity for all of us who value expression and 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 the value of, of art and cinema to to say our piece and to really have what is a uh, hopefully a productive discussion. But uh, let me know your thoughts. This is certainly a a topic that I don't think is going to be going away. And uh, again, you know, when, whenever you know you start hearing things about the Hayes Code and and people reminiscing about you know what that was or, or, or new generations discovering it uh, I, I have to put out my uh, my two cents and say uh, no way no how we are not uh, we're not going back to any kind of restrictions or, or barriers for art or movies or any kind of artistic expression uh, again my my my, uh, my parting words uh, for anyone who's offended or, or, or bothered or, or uh, you know, grossed out by uh, these sorts of situations and movies grow up. Uh, so there we go. I've, I've said my piece on that today. You can send uh, send the praises or send the uh, uh, the hate mail uh, <laughs> to all the appropriate social media channels. But uh, that uh, that does it for me today. Again, kind of a quick episode, sort of laying out where the show is going over the next few weeks. But 
really wanted to make that that special comment uh, for the very end. So I hope you enjoyed what I had to, to say on that, and uh, maybe uh, you know, maybe maybe uh, you know you, you know you know if you were uh, on the fence or whatnot, maybe uh, maybe persuaded you one way or the other. But uh, again, this is one of those situations. Let me know what you think as well. But that is all that I have for you today. And I want to thank you as always for tuning in. And part of this cinematic journey with me your uh, your response your encouragement your friendship means the world to me and, and i value and appreciate each and every one of you who takes the time to listen to the show every week so that is all for me today i'll be back next week and we'll do this all over again for the love of movies